And we are back. This is the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. I'm your host, Eric Norton. What is going on, everybody? I hope that you know that you were blessed and highly favored. I hope you're staying safe uh, out there in this crazy times that we're living in, in these crazy times that we're living in. What's going on? I missed you all so much. But before we get to that, let's talk about our great sponsors. Uh, Of course, all of them. I want to say thank you to them for being patient with me as I navigated some some hurdles there to get my podcasting equipment back which i have now so uh, i want to say thanks to uh, dane and dynasty breaks still putting cranking out those hits of the night uh in our featured series what hat is dane wearing uh if you selected the tampa bay rays you, you would be correct he hasn't changed that Rays hat in what it seems like a minute hot minute but so dane what's up thanks for uh sponsoring the show and being a part of the fat packs we really appreciate it uh, you guys are doing a great job up there in Wichita Falls, Texas, y'all. Uh, of course, Pastime Marketplace uh, and there's those beautiful graded card cases. Hey, right now would be a great time for you to get a, a, a graded card case because, you know, it, it's a great way to display your collection, uh, keep your collection safe, and, you know, th- those things are, are air, airplane safe, airport security safe, and, you know, viral hazard, you can't get things wet and everything. Like, Just put your graded cards in one of those. Use code FATPACKS uh, at checkout. Get yourself 20% off, and uh, you'll be happy that you did. They're, those are nice cases. I know that uh, show friend Ken Kinsley picked up one, and we gave a couple away to those at the National last year, and it's uh, people who, who have them seem to like them, so uh, please go pick those up. Uh, Steven over at Filth Bomb Breaks. What's up, Steven? Thank you very much for being a part of the show, too. I heard from you from a minute, man. I got I to gotta, uh, reach out to you and see what's up. So uh, you're, I, stu- I see that you're still doing your show, which is great, so keep pushing that out. Guys, go check him out at Fifth Bomb Breaks. And last, definitely not least, though, is Leighton and the team over at Vintage Breaks. I want to say thank you to those guys for uh, hopping on, being a part of the show. They had a big event this weekend. You know how those things go. We've had them for the last three months where they just give away amazing, outstanding stuff. And uh, typically, we would have them on, but I did not have my equipment. Hence, we are here on a Monday morning putting this episode out as I finally got my equipment back. Which uh, was kind of a bummer, man. I, m- I missed having, I missed having it. I missed being able to uh, talk to you guys through this medium. So, um, finally got it back as I, as I left the Dallas office uh, kind of hastily because we we you know we had to get out of there and, and get to our homes for for Dallas County stay in place or stay uh, whatever they want to call it quarantine. We'll just call it quarantine. We had, so we had to get get out of there, get home, which is we did, and. Uh, I, I did not grab my podcasting equipment, but I have it now. I, I, I got to go back up to the Dallas office and uh, grab it. Now, uh, this date, April 6th, is, it's kind of important because originally the, the stay-in-place order for Dallas County was until April 3rd at 11.59, and we should have been back in the office today. However, that's not going to happen because the the stay in place order was extended. Just like it's been, you know, if you have a stay in place order, I'm sh- in your area, I'm sure it's been extended to to some extent. And I think ours right now is out till May twentieth. Uh, I think that's when it is. Don't, don't quote me on that. Could be wrong. That might be the governor. See, see, that's where we get confused. Uh, the governor of Texas and the Dallas County uh, seem to be doing two different things, or they don't seem to be on the same page. But 
at any rate, uh, there is a slight change to our policies that I want to read to you from, uh, this will be updated on the Beckett website later on, later today, I'm sure, but I have it here, so I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. This is from our Vice President, Jeremy Mary. Uh, it says, uh, thank you for your inquiry. So this is what it's going to look like. Uh, due to the situation going on with COVID-19, our normal operations at Beckett and CBCS have been slowed down greatly. The good part is, is we do have the ability to have a limited staff in the office, and that staff is doing its best to receive orders and work on those orders. Many of those orders we are processing have been graded and authent or authenticated for some time, and we have not had the ability to enter results, process the orders, or ship the items. We wish we, we could have the operations at full force, but for now, we must limit the staff in the house in-house and work on orders at a level the staff can handle. We are glad that the orders are still being processed at some level and appreciate you reaching, reaching out. So this was uh, sent this was sent to basically to the question, to people sending out questions. He's going to edit it for the website, but basically what th what's that saying? What's that saying is uh, what that is saying is that we're going to be able to uh, operate on a limited basis. So, um, you know, with you guys who have BGS orders in, and I, I know that there's a lot of questions about those. I don't have the answers for you, so I'm I'm sorry about that. But we're working towards getting that stuff processed so there that is a kind of a positive update as in we're not just closed right now so i hope that you guys can uh appreciate that if you have any more questions about that you can send grading a question at uh grading at beckett.com and they'll get back to you about your orders uh authentication is authentication at beckett.com and they'll help you out there as well now uh, as I mentioned, I did not have my equipment, so I was not able to record a show last week. But I did grab uh, my equipment this week. However, I was blessed to be able to hop on the Hobby Hotline with uh, Tim Shepler and John Newman. Who John, by the way, I was on his show last Friday. If you didn't catch that, please go hit the download button for John and, and listen to that episode. It's a pretty good one. But uh, this this past Saturday, they had me on uh, the Hobby Hotline as a guest host. Great show! It's a it's a fun show. I, I think it's actually probably the best uh, video format podcast going or webcast, whatever you want to call it, vlog going on uh, in the uh, in the industry right now. It's it's great. And the, the collective minds that come on and and share thoughts there are are really fun. So uh, go check it out if you haven't already. But what I'm going to do here is I uh, I, I appeared on their show as a guest host this Saturday and uh, Tim was gracious enough to send me over the the, the file to uh, put out a show this week so what I've done is uh, downloaded it and you're gonna hear that next you're gonna hear the entire hour uh, coming up next on this and uh, hope you guys enjoy it I hope that you guys uh, uh, like like what you hear and if you're not listening to the hobby hotlines on Saturday mornings that uh, it's, it's 10 central, so eight, eight Pacific and, uh, 11 AM Eastern standard time. If you're not listening to the hobby, uh, hobby hotline, please do. Uh, they have a great call in format where you can jump on the show and, and share your opinion and, and, uh, just be a part of it. And it's, it's a, it's a great, great time by everybody because, you know, it's, it's a collective hobby mind, uh, talking and, uh, and just, you know, sharing thoughts. And that's, that's really what we all really want, want, should be doing, you know, having, uh, a collective conversation so uh, i'm going to share that next coming up uh after this quick break that we're going to take 
And uh, bef- and after that, I'll, I'll be back on the other side with just a quick little segment to uh, give a few few thoughts, and then we'll get you out of here and on your way for the for the week that is Monday, uh, April sixth. Enjoy it. Be safe. I'll be right back after the Hobby Highline. This is Dan Pashman from the Sporkful Food Podcast, and you're listening to the Fat Packs. Welcome into episode nine of the Hobby Hotline podcast live this morning on YouTube. Our host this week, special guest host, Eric Norton at Fat Packs Podcast from the Fat Packs Podcast, hanging out with us today. Uh, very excited to have him hop in with us. He was a he was a caller last week, and we asked him to come and hang out with us today, and he gave some of his Saturday to morning to hang out with us. Outstanding. John Newman at Sports Card 81 from Sports Card Nation, and I'm Tim Shep. We're at Big Shep 79 from about the cards where the hobby's only live call-in show we're live every win saturday morning at 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m eastern on youtube periscope facebook you can follow follow us on hobby hotline on twitter and we're available as a podcast pretty much everywhere good uh, good morning guys morning. Welcome to show and uh, i think we have a lot to talk about <laughs> I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop the, uh, we, were, we had a lot we, we had a lot to talk about early um before the show and I think it's gonna. There's gonna be a lot of great conversation going on today. I'm gonna drop the link here in a second so everybody can call in and chat. But fellas, what's your week been like? How's it been? It's cold. It's cold here. Like it's. Uh, <laughs> so everything's pretty much normal. Like I said last week on the show, like not not much has changed for us so far, which I'm very thankful. Uh, you know, praise God for that. But. Today and yesterday, it's abnormally cold here in Texas. So, outside of being just frigid, I'm good. How about you guys? It's uh, it's warming up here in in New York. Uh, on a personal level, you know, I was I was talking to Tim just before we came on. You know, the big thing is going on with with shutdowns and freezes and layoffs. And you know, I myself, my wife is is uh, temporarily laid off, and I I got a little scared myself on, on Thursday. I'm in the transportation industry, which is really uh, big right now and, and kind of the, the backbone and lifeline to, to getting uh, products and provisions where they need to go. But I teach a, a class to, to new and returning drivers. And so with everything going on, they didn't want, uh, and I'm in New York, which is unfortunately the worst state with, with uh, COVID-19. And so uh, initially they shut down my classes uh, in the more Thursday morning and then they came on later that day and said, we're, we're back on. We're just going to try to screen people and, and limit your class size. So got a little scared to what I would be doing uh, with my full-time job. But, uh, you know, right now, uh, just day by day, as, as the cliche goes. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, plug it along here. Um, this is my – I worked – finished with complete my third week working from home. And uh, it's just – it's starting to finally, in my industry – uh, I work in health, like health insurance, and so it got really quiet because everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. And I've been on more 
conference calls in the last three weeks probably than I have in a long time and just kind of figuring out what's going on. And I see it kind of picking back up uh, in a normal stream, but I've got to spend, you know, the, the best thing about this pandemic I'm we're going through is I get to spend more time with my family and, and my kids. And so I'm able to have lunch every day with them and have breakfast with them and, and just spend a little bit more time than I normally would be uh, when I'm, you know, going to work. So, but we're trying to, we're going to provide outstanding content. Um, I know that, uh, you know, we're, you know, about the cards we're, we're putting out our show every week. And then I'm trying to fill in with like mail days and uh, opening old boxes and, and, and uh, doing some retail stuff when I can find it. And, you know, so we're trying to put out content there to, to kind of fill the gaps without sports. And, um, you know, we're not the, you know, I'm not Mike Trout and, you know, we don't have Giannis on here or, or uh, LeBron, but hey, we're, we, try, we try, we're trying to help out. So I uh, hope you enjoy it. Call in and hang out with us today. Um, we want to hop into it. So there was some big news yesterday that popped out that uh, the printer, one of the biggest printers is is closing by state order. Uh, and it's now going to affect Tops and Panini because they use them. Uh, Carta Mundi, is that how you say it? Is, uh, is going to, is based in Texas. Um, and they're, they're closed by state order. And so what effect do you, like some, a lot of the, the product coming up has been printed and packed probably, and it's going to make its way out. But what's going to happen later? We've seen Bowman that was supposed to drop uh, on the 15th and now it's been pushed back to May 27th. So six weeks later, you know, we have definitive collection coming up for baseball. We have finest coming out in June. We have series two coming out in June, which is always really big. How many future uh, releases do you think are going to be affected by does it look like, you know, long-term? I'll just say, you know, I would have thought again, with what we're going through sometimes plan B uh, isn't even going to work in this case. So I'm not I'm not criticizing Tops or Panini, but you know I was one. You know I just wondered did they have a contingency contingency plan? Maybe like a, if the warehouse caught on fire, did they have like a a backup? You know and and you know if you just have one option, um, and then that option is is in this case shut down. I mean your whole business stops, and we're talking. A, a, a huge industry and so that would be you know that's the only question they can answer is is was there any, is there a plan b that we just don't know about and plan b with what's going on in today's day and age is is also not viable but if they just had a plan a I, I, you know it's a little bit on them carter mundy um has uh, a place in dallas they're in uh east longmeadow massachusetts they're in italy which is not a good spot to be they're in Poland, they're in Netherlands, they're in Germany, El Salvador, Hungary. They're really almost, they have uh, plants all over the world. So I guess my option is, obviously, if, if products come out, we can expect delays for sure. But is it another option, maybe in one of these other countries where the product can get printed, uh, printed there, shipped here, and then distributed? Obviously, not on time, but at least the product would, would still come out. Yeah, but what's so? I mean, if you switch factory, how long does it take to get that that print going? You know, because you got to stop whatever you're printing in another. Say, say you switch to Germany or Hungary or or you know Italy, wherever, and you switch a product being printed there. How long? How first of all, how how far along are you in the print? And then two, how long does it take to to stop what you are currently printing and then change what? to what you know tops or panini needs to be printed at a different uh, at a different location 
is it is is that feasible? Um, because you know you you got to think that, and you got to know also that Tops and Panini are not the only companies using Carta Mundi to, to print something. Uh, so it's a uh, it's an interesting question. Oh yeah, definitely. We we have a couple of people that have hopped on. Uh, we'll bring them in. We got three B Collection. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm outstanding. What what do you have going on today? Uh, we're sorting through some nine ones. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> looking, for, looking for variations. Very nice. You have the black light going. Uh hadn't picked one up yet. Okay. Yeah. So how can we help you? What, what's your question today, or what topic do you want to talk about? Right, I'll just hop along and tell y'all, hey man, enjoy the show. Oh, hey, morning. Right, we appreciate it. We I hope appreciate you're doing it. all right. Like Stay healthy. I know. I know Joey Shiver would will, will, will likes you. Based on your background sure. there, the Georgia Bulldogs. So, oh yeah, always, <laughs> always a doubt. Yeah, I was doing. I was. I was opening some. Uh, was a Gypsy Queen, and uh, and he call, he's watching the video and he calls out live. Hey, pull a green. It's a retail parallel of Freddie Freeman. And dang, the second card wasn't a Freddie Freeman green. <laughs> so it made its way made its way out to him. And uh, uh, you think yeah, you got I appreciate it right? that. Yeah, no, yeah, I got it. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, you're welcome. So I just thought I thought it was awesome. He called the card, and I was like, "Well, the card's got to go. It's got to go out <laughs> to him now." So, uh, by the way, if you're not following him, outstanding follow at Three B Collection. Uh, some really good stuff. Doing ninety one, and ninety one's a great. I mean, an amazing set. And um, there's a lot of variations. Uh, long uh, Long Fly Ball. David Wright has uh, a lot of information on it, so you should check him out. And uh, he he talks about that quite a bit, and can tell you tons of stuff. So. Right. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Enjoy it. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Uh, we got Kevin. What's good morning, Kevin? I think you're still on mute, bud. I might not be able to. You're still on mute. I don't think I can let you on because you there have. He is. There he is. He has an ace hat have? on. I don't know if we can let him on today. All right. Shout out <laughs> to Ben. Him. him. So um, here's the here's the quick question. Um, a lot of uh, our stories are when we kind of grew up right and our introduction to the hobby back in the junk wax era but um there's a lot of complaints about that era that they flooded the market yet i think a lot of kids growing up now don't have the availability to get cards because they don't have a target or walmart yeah i actually live up in the metropolitan new york area and there's not a lot of walmarts and targets there are but there's not so i guess my question is since hopefully panini or tops are listening and I get it, this is secondary. Maybe a year, two years from now, whenever they get back to regular business. Can we get availability like we always used to have? Uh, a lot of us talked about where do we get our cards? They were they were out there, every supermarket, every drugstore, you know, every five and dime, whatever you want to say. But every community had them. And I guess the question is the distribution networks. Can't they say at least one product, whatever it is? geared to kids, opening day, big league, whatever it is, we are going to flood the market. We're going to make them available to every place. And it's just going to be one set. But at least you don't have to travel to only go to Target or Walmart um, online. Kids with their mothers, their dads, they want to be able to get them any place. And I just want to get your thoughts on that, guys. Yeah, no, I, I think a, I think a big big problem behind it is actually being able 
uh, other locations, say like a 7-Eleven uh, or a, a Rite Aid or a Walgreens is actually being able to, I mean, Wal- Walgreens um, has had like hanger boxes their own lately. We've seen Meyer have their specialty hanger boxes. So there's a few locations there. I mean, Walgreens obviously is about, well, I think we did the numbers on about the cards, about three times larger, five times larger than Meyer is. And that's mostly in the, in the Midwest. Um, but it's, it's selling them because I know that cardboard icons in 2018, 19, um, or seven. Yeah. Yeah. The Lucas here. Yeah. 18, 19 was hit a seven 11 that had prism retail basketball prism retail, and they couldn't sell it. And he was buying packs for a dollar a piece and ended up buying out the entire store because this guy had the seven 11 reached out and was able to work with the distributor and get some product to sell, but they couldn't sell it. No one was buying it. We're talking 1819 Prism with Luca. And so he ended up buying all of the product. I just think that there is not enough. Um, it's not to that point where we were in the wax era where everybody and their mother were, were, were collecting cards because they saw the, the value of a Mickey Mantle card and they saw the value of Willie Mays. We're looking back to those collectors now are going, well, you know, I, I collected all this stuff and I had Will Clark and I had, I had you know, Bonds and I had Griff and, um, mcguire and now those cards are maybe a quarter um so why why i'm good why am i going to do this I, you know that's that's the sad part um but it also kind of helps i think in in the production uh keep it down so we can still have some value later in life with these cards but also too with the insertion of autographs and relic cards uh which people are looking after there's only so much of that uh quantity or that product available so now it helps them limit how much they can print. I don't know what you guys think, but I think that's kind of why that's not happening. I think I'm the oldest. I might be the oldest guy in the room. So I, I grew up in a time, Tim, where whatever store you went into, there was a box of cards uh, at the front of the counter. I mean, it was right there at, when you check out um, as a kid. That was, that was awesome. I think, I hate to say it, I think those days uh, are probably uh, over. Some of the points you made are why. You know, also the stores don't want to carry them. Now they got to worry about people taking them or ripping them open. Uh, is it a is it a costing? Are they going to make uh, some money? Is it worth them to buy a case of this? And it might collect a little more dust uh, than they like. And it, it's become even a business decision on the store end. But again, I grew up in that heyday. It didn't matter really what store it was. There was a box of tops, whatever sport. Uh, right at right at that right either on the counter or right right near it and uh you know I, I remember asking my my grandpa can I how many can I get you know and and <laughs> I, I think those uh you know unfortunately I think we're it'll be just days we reminisce about well I think that's yep. part of the issue uh, I think uh what you hit on John no question I'm 58 and I had the same experiences so you all no, I, I'm 40. Uh, I, I still had those. Yeah, and but I think we're missing the boat because think about it. Why is it that we're here as middle-aged men? I'm 58, right? Because it brings us back to our childhood. And if we're not getting those experiences for the kids coming up, and yeah, I get it. There's different experiences, but to be able to have an availability to get something, I gotta believe that the Paninian tops of the uh, the people out there. There's got to be a segment that it could work, whatever store it is. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm just um, I'm climbing up a ladder that's not there. 
But well, um, I think they want. I think that the, they want to do this. I just think that it's trying to grab the attention of these kids, where everything is digital and everything is instant, and mm-hmm. they're it's a it's a hard way to get something physical in their hands because they're this generation's not used to having physical things. Yep. They're used to having things in the ether, right? Um, Flinging wax has a has a good one. He says the Dollar Tree uh, value gravity is packs are available. And they've pushed those to, to other Dollar Tree still lo- locations. Yeah, like I said, I picked up Donruss yesterday, uh, five you know five card packs for a buck. And I think they're trying the, in, to put out stuff in different locations. I just think it's hard uh, hard to do that. So Kevin, we appreciate it. Well, we're gonna bring on another caller. We have O, like some regulars calling in. What's up, O? Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. Following the hat theme. I like it. <laughs> Well, hockey action. I'm like the odd man out here. I get, all you got is a big forehead. I got like LeBron James right here. Well, we, we could put. You know what we could do is just put the Steelers logo like right on the forehead. <laughs> I joke with my son if they the next so, Super Bowl they win if that ever happens again I'm gonna get a tattoo. But hey guys, I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go grab yeah. something. I'm gonna be right back. Alrighty. <laughs> I got. I'm nervous. So oh oh what what's up, bud? What do you want to talk about today? Uh, I want to talk about the. Uh, Tops Future Stars Club, and I know I already got your opinion, but I want to want the rest of the hey, group. Are you looking at the show notes? Did you, did you hack my computer? Because that was our next topic. There's so give, give me one sec. There's a I, I want to I want to I want to update people on what it is. This guy, we got a hacker here. So the Tops Future Stars Club uh, popped out this week. Uh, it's a new monthly subscription with Tops. Uh, Bryce Harper is going to be their uh, brand ambassador for this. It's a monthly subscription box with free shipping if you do the smart posts. Um, you can do the fancier, quicker shipping, but smart post, it's still pretty quick. Um, each each box will include one box of trading cards, a five-card set, and a collectible item. It's $25 a month for a year. Oh, my God. There we go. Um, and it's why supplies last. So I think they're only going to take so many subscriptions. It'll start. It'll be shipped the third week of every month. April's box is a 2020 Tops opening day value box, a five-card set. Uh, the theme is left-handed power-hitting outfielders. Jordan Alvarez is in there, like Reggie Jackson. Uh, there's a handful of guys in there. Uh, there's also a collectible patch. So, oh, what are your thoughts on this Future Stars? Did you sign up? Uh, no, I did not, but but I haven't thinked about it. About it, like maybe yeah. this could be like the kids' version, or like like a more affordable version of like like the low end of like the like. You, you can think of like the 582 club, like is the high end, and like this could be the low end. No, definitely. I, I think you're right on. I think that's that's what Mike Summer says that he signed up. I signed up for it. Um, I think there's going to be some some really good value to this because they they talked about that um, there's going to be a big league hobby box in May. So if they're going to send you a hobby box for 25 bucks plus a five color. Uh, five card collect set it's not a bad deal and so i, I agree i agreed to sign up and, and and check it out for the year and see what happens guys what do you think about tops doing this with their future stars club i think it's great um this we uh, the, the guy before uh, uh john was talking about you know advertising towards kids and that's what big league is the you know that that product is all geared towards kids and i actually happen to like that product but for the buy-in price here was it 1999 per uh, a month is that 25 right? was it 25? 25 bucks and it's free shipping yeah. 
Well, you can sign up for free shipping, and, and I usually do smart posts when I buy from Tops Direct, mm-hmm. um, and it's usually it's usually a week. It's pretty quick. It's not like you're if they're sending it by snail. So right. So I mean, that's almost a no brainer. I mean, especially if it's geared towards you know getting kids back into the hobby. Uh, there was a comment back up the feed that said you know kids are really, uh, you know they're into Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon cards, and and that's what they're into now, and that's 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 the truth so um if tops were to gear this towards a you know a, a a kid i think it's smart on their end and i mean it's not i mean guys like us are going to order it drew just said he signed up himself but for for kids 25 dollars uh isn't um you know gonna break the bank if uh if you're nice you know so i think i think it's a good deal no yeah i know and i think i think too with it being you know get something in the mail Right, and that's pretty much the cost of a blaster, and you're about getting that a week plus a five card set that you're only going to get from there. Mm-hmm. So even if you open the, the the box right and you flip the the five card set that's going to be limited, um, I think that's that that's an awesome value because you know that there's going to be team collectors or player collectors that don't sign up for this, but their guy or their team <laughs> pops that five card set, and they're going to be willing to pay uh, whatever they you know whatever they need to to get that card. We got dueling hats over here on the bottom. Yeah, Eric yeah. Came his and O said, "All right, I see your hat raised, and I'll put this one on." <laughs> hey, since we're talking hat, I know we're talking tops, right? But mm-hmm. I got yeah. something, yeah. and I I've had it for a while, and I need to give it away. Do you guys mind if we do a giveaway this show? Oh, we can do a giveaway. I love it. Giveaway? Yeah. All right, yeah. Again, I know we're talking tops, okay? But I have this uh, upper deck hat signed by Alex Lafernay. That, oh, nice. that I need to yeah. give away. I've had it for a while. So we didn't go. We was going to go with me to the show in May to give it away in Toronto, but we don't, we're not going obviously. So there's your, there's your certificate of authenticity right there. Um, but let's find a way to give away this hat. Since we're having a hat theme this morning, we'll give this. Hat okay. Is that cool? Let's, let's do I this. I don't want to take your show from you. So no, no. yeah, no, let's do this. Um, let's, let's do uh we'll do a, um, Leave a great comment about the show. It has to be a positive. If Phil Hughes says, leave a positive comment on the show. You can leave a negative comment, but it's not going to get you an entry. Leave a positive comment on the YouTube channel, uh, Hobby Hotline. And uh, what we'll do is on next week's show, we'll grab all those names and we'll do a we'll do a, a random. And uh, the top one will get it and we'll, uh, we'll get you in contact with Eric and there we'll you get go. you a hat. Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah, hey, I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Eric. That's cool. Thanks, Eric. Look at this. I mean, Eric's Eric's already showing us up. He comes in, he's got cool hats, <laughs> he's got a giveaway. You know, it's like, man. So, oh, you gotta let us know, man. If you hop in uh in the future stars club and, and want to join with me and Mike and Drew, uh, we're gonna be collecting it. I'm hoping there's a lot of A's that pop in this. That way I could call up Ben because I know he's not gonna sign up and say, Hey Ben, I need like 10 grand. For this Ricky Henderson A's card from uh, the Top Future Stars collection, and make him pay through the teeth. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. So, oh, I appreciate it. We got another regular hopping in. Kevin Jones wearing a Brewers hat. The be- I have that Brewers hat. It's the best Brewers hat. And by the way, that's the best Mariners hat. These teams need to go back to those logos. Let's do it. Well, Kevin, what's Brewers, up, buddy? Brewers did this year, which is pretty nice. Uh, they're they kind of adopted this logo again, formally for yep. good, but. I just wanted to hop in real quick uh, and, and uh, with the previous caller uh, prior to the gentleman that was on uh, regarding the, the kids and the trading cards. And, 
and uh, Fat Pack's podcast kind of alluded to it, but the, the kids are really gravitating towards the gaming cards, uh, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and, and I think to a lesser extent Magic, but um, I was at a card show back in January. It was a very small card show, um, but there was a out-of-state dealer from New York who actually has a brick-and-mortar card shop in New York, um, but he travels around the country doing shows with just Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, and Pokemon. And at this card show, all the kids, every kid was huddled around this guy's like four huge tables filled with stuff. Super excited, super engaged. None of them had any interest in the sports cards. And then along with those kids, there were also kind of younger millennials in their, say, mid-20s, early 30s, um, who were also all huddled around that table looking at the magic Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon. And it's just, I, I really think that when I go to the stores now to grab like a blaster or something, I'm picking up a pack of Pokemon every time. I'm just stashing them away. I don't really know anything about them. Um, but I just grab like one pack every time and just, I have this big trunk where I keep on unopened stuff and I'm just stashing them. I really feel like, you know, 20 to 30 years from now, those kids are going to be who play, who are playing right now are going to be wanting to find something tangible and not digital. And we'll be gravitating back to try to find those Pokemon cards of their youth because I mean, my nephews, for example, they're all in their twenties and they speak with such fondness of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. And when they re reach their peak earning years, like we're all in right now, uh, they're going to be, I think, looking for that stuff. And, and I feel like that there's going to be more, I feel like for every one new sports card collector coming into the hobby, there's probably five to 10 kids doing non-sport. Again, I'm not advocating for it, but I just, I pick a pack up every time I go and just stash it. It's just, it's really, it's really weird. It was a really weird observation. Well, yeah, I know that the guy that owns my LCS here in Sacramento has another one in Modesto, which is, uh, you know, an hour and a half away. And that store is, is about 50%, if not 60% gaming, like Magic and, and mm -hmm. Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh!, versus sports cards because for whatever reason in that market that tends to do better where his his store up here is a hundred percent sports cards and mainly baseball basketball and football uh, there's a small hockey racing and and, and uh, soccer side but there's no there's no gaming up here um and it, it's just really interesting to see that i think it's also too by where the area is um is a little closer to the bay area and i think just that has something to, I mean, it has a little something to do with it, but um, I, yeah, I see a lot more of that. I think what can happen is if these card companies got with little league, um, you know, associations and organizations and provided something out to them to do, like during a sign, like, Hey, when you sign up for a little league, Hey, he, you know what it, you know what it is? Like, here's the first taste is free, you know? And then you're going to want to come back to me. I know when I played little league, uh, our coach had a deal. Like if we went, to practice we got a little ticket and we could take that ticket to the, the 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 card shop up the street coach's corner and turn it into cowboy who owned the shop great man we could turn the turn it into him and our coach had a box set aside for the team and you would get a pack of whatever tops or donner's product was out at the time 
And man, there were kids that on my team that didn't collect, but wanted to show up to practice to go get a free pack just because, Hey, I'm getting a free pack and some bubble gum, you know? So I think there's, there's ways to do that. I think also too, is I think the trading card companies are having a hard time trying to, you know, we've seen like tops bunt right online and we've seen these different online things, but there's just not, they're just not taking off. I think the way that they wanted them to, and they kind of lose their luster after a, a, a point. I think they need to look at something like Pokemon go and how, how that got people outside and, and do some kind of a baseball or football or basketball card version of that. So, yeah, I think they need to make it a game. Um, yeah. Like what? I don't know. It's really weird. But one last thing before I hop off, have you guys noticed as the re- retail dried up in your uh, areas, uh, go to the store or something and just take a walk by the aisle. Is it totally dried up? Empty. Empty. Is it a panic buying thing? Is that what that is? Just, Toilet paper and sports cards. Well, maybe. I mean, I've yeah, gone. Man. You know, the couple times, the couple times I've ventured out, I've been trying to buy some retail to do some rip and retail uh, episodes, and it's it's like the only thing I'm seeing really is series one tops. Like Heritage has been gone. I haven't seen. I bought what I could of Gypsy Queen at Walmart the other day. Um, it's very, very. I think it just doesn't look like it's getting filled. Like I know when my guy from that goes to the Walmart up the street, he's there every Friday morning. Uh, and I went by while he was there and he had not, he was like just cleaning up. He's like, I haven't received anything. I'm just here cleaning up and, and it just, you know, it's been obliterated and he wasn't sure what was going on. So, yeah, I saw two, two, two I saw a fresh stock of gypsy queen, I guess maybe last week. Um, and actually grabbed two blaster boxes. But then I was just, as I was like, I was like, I'm like, do I really need this right now? And I ended up actually just putting them back. And then the next day, it was all completely wiped out. Um, yeah. Usually, that sits on the shelf for a while. Uh, and like I said, the the maybe eight blasters that they had and a few of those kind of hanger pack type things uh, were gone. Um, but uh, yeah, now it's our our it's just barren. So. Well, my LCS, there was a guy that came in. They had this. They have a you know big eight foot table like. Uh, full of junk wax and right when all this started about three weeks ago i went in because i was gonna buy like four or five boxes to do some of those retro rips and they were the table was empty some guy came in and bought the entire table and some of this stuff had been there a year Interesting. and he came in he was like i just i'll take the tire table because he's like i need stuff to do because i'm gonna be locked away <laughs> It's, it's no. you know it's it's funny tim made some great points with, with getting kids in a hobby everyone anyone that knows me knows that's a, a a huge thing uh with myself it's got to start like like you said on the on the little league level whether that's free packs or if you show up to practice you know we're we're you're, we're doing this or you're getting that uh you know it, it's gotta it's gotta start there whenever i'm in target or walmart and i'm i'm in the card aisle and a couple kids come by they go right to that magic ugo and and you know i just remember being the kid that well, obviously there wasn't ugo and magic uh, when i was a kid but you know it, it I, whenever i see them like oh man there's a little disappointment like i almost want to like guys baseball football cards basketball cards right but it never fails. Any, any, you know, anytime I've seen kids in that aisle, they go right, they make a beeline right for that uh, non-sports uh, stuff. It's huge. I mean, you can't deny it. Um, and well, that's I what, 
I got into collecting with wacky packages. I don't know if you guys remember yeah. those, the old tops wacky packages stickers. That's that was my introduction really to, to cards was wacky packages. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. So, so to Kevin's point about what he's doing now is picking up those those packs and saving them. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of an older soul, and I, I watch Antiques Roadshow. I'm just going to admit that out here uh, in, to the public now. And the other night on Antiques Roadshow, they had a, a woman had a collection of uh, of the first generation Man- Magic the Gathering. She had a whole set with Alpha and Beta in it, and you know now she's looking at you know tens of thousands of dollars uh, because everything was there. Um, what you're doing now, right now, currently, there's a, a, a Pokemon card. It's a shiny Charizard, and uh, it's it's great. And graded copies are, are selling through the roof. So you're you're probably making a smart move, Kevin, by putting that away. I'm not saying that you have you're going to have tons of that card, but the potential of you you just picking up stuff now and you know having it for the future in some time is is really smart uh, in in the gaming area that you're doing. Yeah, well, guys, I'm going to hop off and let somebody else come in, but it's always good checking in with all you guys. Uh, Hank, I hope everybody's doing well. Yep. Thanks, Thanks Kevin. Stay safe, buddy. It was great to see you. Appreciate it. You guys are great. Later. Thanks. Kevin's awesome. He calls in almost every week to hang out with us. Um, I kind of want to go into this. We're talking about, like, you know, there's nothing at retail, right? But Topps has had all this on-demand stuff. You know, we have Topps Living. We have the new Project 2020, which I want to talk about because – I've mixed emotions and then tops now, or what I loved what Ryan Cracknell called tops. Then uh, the way they're doing the flashback stuff, since there's any sports and they're doing a, a sports card a day of a flashback and the 87 uh, turn back the clock design. Will they be able to continue to, to, to sell these on-demand products and wait to ship if they can't print it's a great or is, or is tops oh. living and are they just going to stop like, boom, we're stopping on this date. Because I, I look forward to Tops Living every week. It's a big part of our show. and It's a great point. If Are these cards being obviously printed in the same factory, Carter Monday? If they can't print your, your new releases, uh, those are new releases. They're just online exclusive. So like you just said, are they going to have to hit the pause button? And then, you know, uh, we talked about panic wax buying, you know. If there's no new products coming out, you know it's bad. If you go to Target or Walmart and you start start seeing that Topps gallery display that's full, start to trickle down. <laughs> that that'll or be can, like the that'll be the thermometer. That will be the thermometer to, to how bad we are with wax withdrawal. When you see the yeah. missing blaster boxes out of Topps gallery and and the the jumbo packs. We know we we're in trouble with, with with wax consumption and people are are dropping. It's like a fix, you know. It's like a have to get something. So, what do you what do you think, Eric? I mean, with all these these on demand stuff, I mean, do they suspend sales? I mean, can they afford to spe- suspend sales? It's a, that's a tough call, man. You know, um, you wonder what the smart thing to do is for them. I mean, obviously you want to keep the collectors interested and keep them, you know, give them something to offer, keep them entertained, but is it financially responsible for them to continue to offer these and then not be able to print them because you're going to cause a backlog on the other end. And then, you know, you're going to have upset customers and it's, whew, man, that's a tough question to answer. I do. I, I wonder what tops is really going to do there. Um, you, you, I know that about the cards, you, know, you guys are big into the, the tops living set 
and uh, you know, come working where I work and perspective I have on it, it's a it's a pain to keep up with everything. Uh, but you guys just stay on top of it. You, you do a great job, uh, you know, highlighting the cars each week. Each week, but um, I don't know that Tops should continue to do it at the time being. I think, but they're gonna. That's you know, that's between Tops and you know their management. That, that's a good question, though. I don't know. You just instant printing all the way around. What do you do? No, and it, it's it's, I I just it, I, I was thinking about it and was driving me nuts, and I was like, okay, like I'm not sure what's gonna happen. I mean, like uh, I heard yesterday with Doug was do, Doug from Mojo Break. They were he was supposed to be on today. He he or Dan were gonna be on. They they just couldn't because uh, their social they had to they had to put all of their shipping staff on sabbatical or whatever. I mean, they're they're paying their staff, which congratulations to them that they're doing that. And they had to put those guys that you know make them stay at home and so they're working and they're working in separate parts of their office i guess but he said we're so backed up on shipping right now it's just back to the old school days where it's dan and doug doing everything Mm -hmm. and they've even cut back there he said last week they've cut back on their breaks because they don't want to have the lag and ship time Mm -hmm. and they're still filling breaks but again it's like you know that's that's kind of like that was they were feeling a need too with some of this stuff he goes i haven't seen our demand drop down at all if not increase uh, because now people are home or people can't have, don't have access to the stuff that we have. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know what they do and, and that's, that's a hard thing to to talk about or to, to even think about, but that's something I think they're going to have to talk about. I really want to know real quick. We have a caller coming in. I want to bring in, but the tops project, the project 2020. Now George Brett is my guy and I've, you know, the 75 came out this week and I bought it. Uh, I was, there's going to be 20 versions of it supposedly with all the different artists. Now, I've been a fan of a few of them, and some of them like, eh, okay. But I feel like, I don't know, like, the, they were supposed to remake the card. There was the Tony Gwynn that came out yesterday, which wasn't even close to what the Topps card was at all. It wasn't even the same photo. It wasn't even the It was a uh, from later, later in his career. Um, and then there was, like, the Ricky Henderson where it looked like somebody just took a black marker to it. Like, I just, like... I get it, but at some time it looked like they just mailed it to me. It looked like, and I don't know who these artists are originally, but it looked like it mailed it in. And a funny thing was, there's a guy Booby Main Robbie T eighty six on Twitter that in 2017 made a 91 Fleer set of his own and changed it up. And the picture of the Tony Gwynn that's used in the Project 2020 is the same exact image cropped the same exact way as Booby's picture from 17. They were exactly the same cards. Uh, I'll see if I can find it real quick and pull it up. But I just want to know what your guys' real quick thoughts are. And we have Shane, uh, who I want to get on, who said he bought all of the junk wax everywhere. Uh, so we're going to bring him in here in a sec. Well, I'm I'm a Jackie Robinson guy, so I was curious to see what that edition was going to to look like, and and it'd probably be one of the the few I would consider purchasing. I saw it. Uh, I got to be honest, which I'm not a Jackie Robinson super collector, so it's not like I have to buy it. It didn't do it didn't do much uh, for me. It didn't scream buy it, John. And like you said, the Henderson. I mean, they just darkened the outlines on. It. I mean, it just oh my god. I did that when I was seven with with with, with you know cards to face in them. Uh, uh, unfortunately, some of those were, were pretty good. But uh, you know, it just it, like you said, mailed it in. It's the perfect uh, term, Tim. I just felt like. Not all of them. I don't want to paint with a broad brush. Some of these artists probably 
you know, they all listen. They're all artists for a reason because they can do. I can barely draw a stick figure, so kudos to them and 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 their accomplishments. But on the card stuff, when when I heard about this new product being launched, I was kind of excited about it, interested in it, and now that it's really here and live, I'm less I'm less interested in it. So so here's the 2020 20 Gwen that they did the product 2020. Here is what uh boobies look like wow wow so i don't know and i you know not that he's like a famous artist or anything but no it was weird to me uh that it was uh there and i just you know put put that picture back up tim if you could please yeah of the of the 2020 project okay there's that one give me one sec i uh Okay, I got to close it. Give me one sec here. Yeah. So, no, I don't know, Eric. What, what do you think? I mean, uh, I, I like the idea. Mm-hmm. I totally like the idea. I just think they've kind of botched it a little bit in what they've they've done. So, uh, if, you, if anybody listens to my show at all, you know I'm a big sports art fan. I love sports art, and I, I do all I can to promote it. Uh, so, my first – before we get to Tony Gwynn here, but no one's going to bring up the Ted Williams card because that was – a monstrous disaster. Whoever approved that is, is like Ted's head is cryogenically frozen in Arizona somewhere. He did not need that top 2020 project card out of him. That thing is hideous. I don't know who did Let me that. see if I can grab it. You get, t- please, Tim, find it for me so, so the people can know what I'm talking about. But uh, it's it's not good. I'm, I I like the concept, but like you're right. The Ricky Henderson, they just darkened the, they darkened the area, you know, around the card. It, at least give me something like the Mattingly where it looks like a seven year old did it. That's fine. <laughs> I, 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 I can get behind that, but if you're going to get, you're going to take something and put a, and put a, a, you know, a Sharpie to it. Look at that. Ted Williams. Look at that. That is hideous. I don't, I don't get it. Now, at least here's the thing though, Eric, I, I don't, I don't deny that it is pretty ugly. But at least there's some artwork. Pull up that te- uh, that Tony Gwynn again. All right, give me one sec. I, I know I keep yeah. going. No, it's okay. If you I, I wish the Gwyn, if, you look at the, if you look at the Gwynn that if you want to say stole from Booby Maine, where's the art in that? That just looks like a card. I don't, you know what I mean? It, it's I, I you know I I get you know cards are art forms of art, but where's the artwork itself? That's just a a, a photo. Pretty much with a border. Look, I get that art is is all about interpretation. Yeah. But there's just certain levels of things. There's a certain level of quality and expectation that you have when you when you get behind something like this. If you go to a subway and order a you know a turkey on on white and they give you a ham on wheat, they can't tell you that that's their interpretation of a turkey on on white. That that Ted Williams card, that Tony Gwynn card, that Ricky Henderson card. That's not art. That's just a cop. It's a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah. So here's the Ricky Henderson. <laughs> and then at least the Mattingly shows like someone had to have drawn it. And, and the Mattingly is done by an artist that does artwork that looks like that. So I understand that part of it. Like that's right. their design and stuff. Um, you know, the Willie Mays. Not the Willie Mays, I think, is the best one that I've seen so far. Yeah. That, that, uh, I, I like the Bob Gibson one. I mean, check it out. Go to Tops Project 2020. Uh, if you just Google, it'll pop up. But it, to me, I think that it, I think it's been a big miss. And the fact that they're having tw- all 20 artists do all 20 cards at $20 a piece, you're talking for one card, it's 400 bucks. 
to have their full run. So we have a couple callers lined up. Let's hop in. Shane, good morning, Shane. What's up? What brings you in today? Good morning, guys. Good morning, Shane. Good morning. How's it going? Outstanding, bud. So I just wanted to – I tried to hop in last week to talk about my uh, Cheap Wax Wednesday series, but uh, I had some issues, so I'm back. I'll see you. Give us a – give us – talk about that a little bit. So every Wednesday, it's now through Beckett. Um, it used to just be on my own blog. I think the last probably five, six months, Beckett has hosted it. But um, I started it back in April of 2015. So for the last 259 weeks, um, I've shared a different product. Every product is under 50 bucks. That's where the cheap wax comes in. The prices range anywhere from $5 for some junk wax up to the $50 limit. And I'm, I'm sharing a different product every single week. I love that. It's awesome. And it's it's stuff that you don't normally like where are you sourcing some of this stuff cuz I haven't seen some of this stuff out in in the wild. So where are you locating this stuff? So a lot of the stuff is from uh Baseball Card Exchange. He has okay. a massive inventory of older product, so that's where I search to see if I can find something I haven't done yet. Nice. Um, are, are you I, finding are you finding it hard to find new stuff since you've gone so many weeks? I mean, uh well, I still have 90 breaks of pictures waiting to post. So oh, that wow. gets me almost two more years out. And then the last order I did, there were still quite a few options, even on just baseball card exchange um, for me to find new products. Out, that's outstanding. So, um, you know, definitely check, I mean, check it out. I mean, there, it's, it's a, I, I love it. I love looking at, I mean, it takes you back and then and stuff like, Oh, I didn't know that existed. Like, or oh, I'm going to go chase this down now. So, uh, pretty, pretty amazing stuff there. So anything else you want to talk about today? That's it. I just want to check in, see how guys were holding up through all this nonsense and, uh, and then share that little piece. Well, I, uh, you know, doing the, doing the best we can, I think all and, and, and keep producing content. I mean, that's, that's awesome. It gives us something to look forward to and, and enjoy every week. So thank you, Shane. You got it. All right. Awesome. We have James and James said he wants to talk about 2020 or top project 2020. What's up, bud? Yeah, I'm I'm not completely all in. I'm not buying the entire 400 card set. That's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> but I am totally in on it. Um, so I'm I'm in Toronto, Canada, and I run group buys here. And surprisingly, it's been popular. Um, we, you know, like the Ichiro card sold well. The the Wacky Trout card sold well. The secondary values. Um, are mind blowing. The secondary market—they're selling for two to three times the original price. And then I don't know if you realize, but there's also the uh, silver-framed artist proof that are numbered to twenty, which yep. sell for like a hundred dollars. Yeah. They're—they're bringing big money. They're yeah. yeah, again, like two to three times the the original price, and they sell out pretty much instantly. Like I. On the blowout boards, you know, people are saying, oh, you know, people are using bots to, to buy them up, which uh, who knows, right? But they're selling for two, three, four hundred dollars. Um, the Ichiro is like, it's selling like crazy right now. It, um, the original, even just the base card, it's, it's selling really, really well. What do you think about some of the designs that we talked about? <laughs> the Henderson, and we talked about yeah. the, the Gwen. The, the Gwen does, I mean, at least yeah. all the other cards look physically like it's a reimagination of the, what the original card looked like. That Gwen card has nothing, nothing. to do with his, I, 80, his 83 tops. Yeah, when it first dropped, I was looking and I was Googling the images of the cards like the year before, the year of, the year after. I'm going, this is not the, the same card. And 
on one of my Facebook groups, we were talking about it and going, yeah, where, where did this picture come from? Um, yeah, the, the, the art is definitely, uh, like I, I'm a, I like art. I'm an art. Appreci- I appreciate art. My father's an artist. So I, I get the, you know, people have different styles of artwork. Um, some I don't really like, and you know, those are the ones I'm not buying. I bought one of the Mattingly today because I think it's going to short print. I wouldn't be surprised if it prints under a thousand, a thousand cards and who knows what the value for that will be in the secondary market. Yeah. I mean, most, most of the cards I think have hit over at least 1100, right? So far. Yeah. It's averaging about, uh, the lowest is 11 something, uh, before that it was like 1205 or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and like I, I, I bought, I bought the Brett, and that's just because George Brett's my guy. And so it's like, I feel like now I'm all in. I was going to be like, maybe I'll find one I like and buy it. But yeah. you don't know what the others are going to look like. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm all in on buying every breath that comes out. And yeah. I'm doing it through the person I buy my tops living through. So I know he's doing group buys. like So, he's, so I get a little bit of a discounted price from it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. Well, I just, they're, they're up to what card number now? They're up to 16? I think so, I believe so. Yeah. So yeah. by Tuesday of next week, we'll see at least what the the artwork should like look like from the other twenty artists, and I think that's where you'll see people start to really focus on what they want to do. Do they want to f- focus on just the artist, or do they want to focus on the player? Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, we're up to card uh, fifteen and sixteen pop yeah, with yeah. Willie Mays and Tony Gwynn. So. Yeah. And, and just another note, I, I heard you guys talking about, uh, you know, with the Tops factory shutting down in, I think, Texas, right? Um, all the on-demand stuff comes out of Florida. And from what I've heard, uh, they're going to continue to, for now, they're going to continue to produce and ship from Florida. All right. Well, yeah, Florida has no rules. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> with what's been going on, it's just like, ah, we, yeah. we're Florida. Florida we're we're going to do what we want. We're going to fight gators and... Uh, <laughs> You know, whatever. Um, yeah, Tony Montana, he's running around. You know, and so <laughs> yeah. So yeah. all the living stuff, right? All the all the living series, all the Project Twenty Twenty. Now uh, they should all continue to to print and run. So I, I for at least for the foreseeable future until Florida okay. shuts down the state, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's good insight. I appreciate it, James. And uh, by the way, there, you're you're wearing a very divisive, I believe. Toronto Blue Jays logo. <laughs> well, so, you got to look, look, you you look at the side, though. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But is, I have a question on that. Now, yeah. What is your favorite Blue Jay logo? Uh, the current one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? It's funny. I'm, I'm a big fitted. I, you guys can see the, uh, the posters in the background. I'm a big New Era fitted hat collector. And, um, it was around this time that my, my first Jay's fitted logo was, was this one. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend that loves it. I, I, I think it's the, they had such a classic logo in the, yeah. like when they, the world series runs that hat is to me is awesome. Yeah. And when I went to that, I was like, wait, what? And then they had that, <laughs> that red uniform and I'm like, yeah, what are they yeah. doing? Well, did you see, you know, the- you have such, you have such classic colors and logo. Yeah. I just think it didn't make sense to me. So, well, you've seen the muscle Jay right the one yeah. yeah that that one's just bananas right but yeah. uh no definitely the current logo i i i it's modern looking but it's still a throwback to the original one. yeah and it's a good yeah. it's a good like what the brewers are doing i think that well yeah hopefully we have this season what they'd be wearing so yeah, yeah. awesome well hey james i appreciate it for coming in and giving us that insight 
Yeah. And uh, we'll talk. We're going to talk about this more. I think as it goes along to see what's going on. So yeah, feel free to reach be, back out to us. I'd be happy to talk about all the on-demand stuff. I love the on-demand stuff. I'm a big Tops Now collector, uh, living set. You know, like I said, Project 2020 I've gotten into. So be more than willing to come on. Awesome. We appreciate it, James. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Be safe. You too. See, awesome. So we at we this rate, at this international calls. Yeah, at this rate, it, it might be the only thing we have to talk about as far as new release goes, uh, is the yeah. on-demand stuff. Well, uh, this uh, week on, on About the Carts, we always talk about, you know, hot off the presses, what the new releases are for the week. I had to kind of, like, force something. We talked about the the uh, Panini Select Hybrid thing that came out, which just <laughs> didn't make sense. I don't know what it was a hybrid of, of a money grab and a new release. I don't, I, I don't know. Um, cause it was just like, all it was is it had a different parallel anyway. And then we talked about project 2020 in a little more detail and that was it because stick stickers got pushed back. Stickers yeah. got pushed back a week. And then, and then, um, we also were supposed to have, um, flawless and I knew flawless is going to get pushed back Is how do you, how do you release national treasures football week this week? And then the following week release flawless. So it's like, here's a $1,500 box. Here's like what a twenty five hundred dollar box back to back weeks, and then on top of it, it's during a pandemic, and we have six million people unemployed. Oh yeah, that that makes that makes a lot of sense. So, hey, Klein, Klein, Uncle Klein, uh, popped in too and said that the Panini Instant is printed in a different location as well. So, okay. uh, so that's that's good. Like you just said, at least we have something to talk about and 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 go forward yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, we just have a few minutes left here in the show today. And, you know, I did, we talked about unemployment here. And I think it's like over like six and a half million people right now have, have, have gone to unemployment. Um, and, and John put a good question in our group thing. As we're trying to, we're you know, talking about the show, what we're going to talk about is, will this, will we see any sellers completely sell off to pay bills? Um, and I, and I think, will the newbie collectors, the people that hopped in um, when box prices were, you know, like, like I talked last week, 2020 Top Series 1 Jumbo Box, all day at the most, is a $120 box. At most, mm-hmm. Series 1. We're not talking update or Series 2, but at most, Series 1. And it's selling for $180 a box because all these new collectors have come in and driven up the demand for the product. And, hey, if an LCS can get that price, awesome. Because you know what? That's going to keep them open. They're going to make a few more bucks, and they're going to be able to provide more stuff. But do you think it's going to drive those guys away and – I mean, do you think this is going to have an effect with people's discretionary income saying, hey, listen, like I got to pull back on my trading card spending um, because I need to make sure that I'm not sure if in six weeks, if this keeps going, if I'm going to be having a regular paycheck. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, if anyone loses their job, even if it's temporarily, even if it's a temporary layoff, you're going to, is cards going to be on the forefront of your mind when it comes to, mortgages, car payments, utilities, and, and, and whatnot. And, you know, I've never been on unemployment, knock on glass. Uh, I hope, I hope to keep saying that to be truthful, but you know, uh, it's not what's cracked up to be. You're not going to get what you would work in. So you're, you're going to be making obviously less money. And as we know, bills aren't really saying, okay, you know, pay less because you're making less. Although, uh, I know in some states they're actually uh, New York. They're talking about giving us a, a three-month mortgage relief, and and every state does their own thing. But uh, 
you know, when that discretionary income uh, isn't there, cards are not going to be on the forefront. Uh, and I've seen, like I told you before the show, uh, Tim, I've seen a lot more uh, fire sale posts, mm-hmm. getting out. Uh, I, I, Me and my wife just got laid off. I got bills. I'm going to give you guys some deals here. Um, I even seen one post where the guy was selling his stuff because of that. He said, me and my wife uh, both got laid off this week. I'm going to give you some deals when everything, you know, he kind of made a tongue-in-cheek comment when everything goes back to, to normal or some semblance, uh, let me buy the stuff back uh, from from after selling it to you, you know. And so I've seen a lot more of those type, you know, for sale, getting out type posts, which you don't like to see as someone who's been in the hobby, uh, me being an old man that long. You, you don't want people to leave, but, you know, desperate times call for, for desperate measures. And, and so we're seeing, I'm seeing uh, more of that. I think, what about you, Eric? What do you think? I think, Tim, I think it's um, it's our responsibility uh, as the voices that we are in, in the hobby to actually uh, not, not tell people what to do. We, we shouldn't do that. But at least, hey, when you get your stimulus check, don't go blow that on cards, right? <laughs> I mean, and I'm, I'm saying that kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I'm, I'm being serious, too. I mean, we've been around for a long time. Don't go buy cards and put yourself in a worse position where you can't pay you, you can't pay your bills. That's not what that's for. Don't don't buy cards thinking you're going to be able to flip those cards for uh, for more money. That usually doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, we have no. to be responsible. We have, we have to be responsible for what for for the voices that we are. And you know, all of us have our own podcast. All of us uh, are collectively here. And I think it it, w- it would just. Uh, be smart of us to say, "Hey, be smart about your money." I hope that card shops uh, can can you know continue to thrive uh, even in this time. You know, uh, but the, the the fact of the matter is, is it's buying cards is discretionary income for most people. It's not it's not a, a necessity. So, um, with that being said, just be smart about what you're doing. I was stu- I was stupid once when I was in the military. I didn't have any bills because the you know the, the army paid for everything. I spent my whole paycheck on cards and, you know, uh, I remember getting out of the army and going, Oh, I can't do that no more. That's, that's not. (laughs) So I just, I just want to be a voice of reason here and say, Hey, be smart about what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I've said multiple times on our show is, is, you know, if you're going to the store and like, or you're going to the shop and you're like, okay, looking up, like, like I have X number of dollars left in my credit card limit. What can I buy? And it's cards. And, maybe not the smartest decision. You know, Mike Summer, who's one of the hosts on the show, talks about self-sustaining hobby. And the only stuff he ever buys uh, is with money he's earned from sales. Right. And it's taken him some time, but he's get, he's there. He's living this life of, I sell stuff, I take that money, buy more stuff, sell that, keep, and then I get to pull out what I want and I'm still making money. Uh, it does take some time to do that. And I think you're right with the stimulus check. My wife and I talked about it uh, when that comes in. You know, we, we took our tax return and we did some, some things for us at the house. Like we wanted new, we needed new couches. Our couches sucked and we needed a new refrigerator. And so we, we did that stuff. But when this check comes in, we're both still working. We said, we're just going to put that in the savings and let it sit there for a rainy day when we need something that, you know, who knows what happens and, and be smart about it. You know, it's, it's the time right now where 
I, I said two weeks ago, this is the perfect time to, hey, let's go back and like complete our sets. Let's like, what are your needs? Let's make trades. I've made more trades this in the last six weeks than I have in a long time. Where it's like, hey, I'm completing this set. You're completing this set. Hey, I'll just send you all what I have. And they send me all what they have. And it's, you know, it's the cost of a stamp. So it's 60 cents or 55 cents for that stamp or, you know, 350 or $4 for a bubble mailer. But I know I'm sending the same amount back or the value. And so we're just making these trades. And that's been, that, I think that's where we need to be and kind of maybe put a pause on a little of this big spending. And, and sometimes it's nice to go get some retail therapy or to buy cards and, and do that stuff and have things come in the mail, but you got to temper where you are and, and, and don't blow the budget because you're stuck at home. It's like, you know, sitting there and you're grazing all day because you're at home working and then you have all this, all your food and you're sitting there eating too. So it's like, we got to, we got to figure out this new normal that we're in for right now. And, yep. you know, um, like I said, his LCS is buying. Uh, and Hey, you know what, if you know, there it's perfect time. If you have the, if you have the funds to do it, to swoop in and get some great deals. And when it comes through, uh, you know, everything comes back to normal, then you turn around and you're sitting pretty because you have all this inventory to move and people have money to spend. Um, so just be smart. You know, that's all we're asking. And and yeah. don't make a choice between, hey, do I buy milk or do I buy the blaster? Don't don't <laughs> be in that spot. Or, God, I can't make the, – my, my, the post I dread seeing are – Hey guys, I need to sell this X, Y, and Z card because I'm not going to make my mortgage this month. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. but and it's all like new stuff, like the newest thing. It's like, oh, well, I bought into some that, you know. It's like, man, why did you why did you not pay that first and then whatever you had left over go buy into National Treasures breaks? Right. Yeah. You know, I my my computer and I like I've been reading the, the the messages here. People were talking about trading card database. I think I've spent so much time on that site in the last like week building up my my checklist for my teams and my player sets. And hands down, one of my favorite sites, Baseball Cardpedia too. If you guys are at home and this is a good time to to get organized, and you can see behind me, I'm a big nerd about organizing and I'm working on it. Um, but it this is a really good time to kind of get back and get back down to the to the basics of collecting. So I don't know what you guys think. I think it's well, Chris know, Harris. Think- I, I read a comment. It's a you know it is a buyer's market right now. I said this on my on my program as as well. Prices for a lot of things uh, are starting to come down a little bit as people. I don't want to say panic sell, but want to generate uh, some income. And so I've been buy- I'm I'm always a buyer, uh, and I've continued to do that. But you know if I go to work Monday and and my boss says, hey man, we're we're shutting down. That's going to impact my buy-in, uh, which is going to be less, and that's where that discretionary income. and And we're at six point six million for unemployment. Let's get a little real life here, because that's where we are. That number is going to go up. We're at the the front end. If you if you watch all the stuff, which I do because I'm a dad and a human, uh, we're at the front end of this thing. So that number is going up. The government's already talking about a second stimulus package. If that doesn't tell you that yeah. they don't think this thing's going to be prolonged, you know, Eric was on my show and he made a great point. You know, are we going to have sports in 2020? And 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 I agree. You know, until he said it, it, I didn't even think on that level. And I think he's unfortunately, I think he may be right. And and if if we do, it's going to be probably to empty arenas and and. 
that's sort of no fun. I mean, if you've been to sporting events, I go to a, a, quite a bit. There's not like seeing it uh, in person. Although, from a selfish point of view, I get to watch it at home. It's still the game still being played. Uh, but this thing, we're just at the the just at the front end of it, and so what we're seeing now is just the beginning. It's not like we can see over the hill yet. We're not over the hill yet, and that's that's the scary part. And I'm you know I wish we weren't talking about this. I, I take no enjoyment out of it. I wish we were talking about all the products getting released and the Carter Mondays. Not that, down. You know, the breakout rookie we didn't expect. You know, and that we're all now chasing down, and you know, like Dumbuya, right? When he had that slam dunk earlier in the season for the Pistons, all of a sudden he went from being a how do you say his name to oh god, I got I have one of his cards, let me sell it real quick and, and make a quick buck, hmm. you know. And we'd be right now in the heart of baseball season. Who knows if some young other some rookie other than like Robert or you know Alvarez was taken off, and we could go and have like go oh, wow, I got to grab him. You know, who knows if it was Sean Murphy for the A's. And all of a sudden now we're all sitting, you know. And so that's that's what I'm missing, I think, the most. And it's just, guys, be smart out there. And, um, you know, we're going to try to provide content and have fun. And that's why we're doing our shows and we, we do this together and, uh, you know, put it out there so everybody can can enjoy. And, uh, you know, so uh, before we, we roll out to the guys, any final thoughts? I just wanted, you know, everyone uh, stay safe, uh, do what uh, we're being asked to do. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know. You listen to two different things, you hear two different answers, but stay safe. I'm wishing everyone, uh, you and yours, yourself and your family, your friends, uh, everyone to stay safe and, and be okay. Yeah, I'd I, I echo those comments. Uh, you know, <sighs> It sucks not seeing everybody, but I'm I'm thankful for for opportunities like this to to be able to see you guys here on, on this platform. Um, you know we're we're all adjusting, so please just uh, you know be smart, stay safe, keep collecting, but stay home and find find ways to to uh, entertain yourself. Enjoy the stuff you have right now in your yeah. collection. I found a box yesterday or uh, two days ago that had was full of Mike Trout cards. And one of them was an action variation from 2013 Heritage that I, I just thought was the base card. I looked it up. It was a $400 card. Ooh. And I was like, wait, what? This has been in a box in the back of my closet for years. Sure. And so who knows what you guys have hiding back there? I thought I was pretty organized. I, yeah, found, so. I found five 1990 Fleer Jose uh, uh, Wanda Rebay. So I'm... Uh, I'm, hey, you I know what? You're you're minted, man. <laughs> John is John is gonna be so minted at the next national if we have. Yeah. So hey, hey and you guys don't have. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the giveaway. Yeah, the giveaway. Alexis Laferne, uh giveaway hat. What did you say, Shep? Uh, best comment wins. Is yeah, that right? Leave, leave a positive comment in the in the on the YouTube page, and we'll grab all those comments. We'll do a random, and uh, whoever's up top at the end of the random next week on next week's show will. Will win the hat, which is outstanding. I have I have that hat. It's autographed, um, but my son loves it. He's two and he loves to wear it around the house, and uh, he he always wears it like crazy ways. And I try to wear my hat that way. He goes, "No, Dada," and he always moves it back straight. Like I'm not cool enough to, to, to wear it off like like he does like this. So, right. So. We can't put all King Felix on him, right? And wear it to the side yeah. like this. Yeah. By the way, I wanted to see King Felix pitch. Not that I want to see him pitch some more. And he's down in Atlanta, and I was really hoping. 
that this season, like he'd make the team and they would make a World Series run, and we could see Felix in a World Series. That'd be great. Is that he, he's, I, I, it's sad not to see him in, in Seattle anymore. And I understand, like, hey, sometimes you have to move on from your. The Giants moved on from Bumgarner, right? He provided us all those years of enjoyment, and sometimes that has to happen. But God, I'd like to see him get one more opportunity to make a run of the series because he's one of those guys that everybody just you stopped. There were some years you, when he pitched. You stopped and watched and were amazed by what he was doing on a on not very good Mariners teams. Let's be honest. Right, right. Um, on if you will, I I worked for the Mariners from 2010 to 2012, and uh, I was at his perfect game. That was a masterpiece, and that team sucked. Like that that Mariners team was horrible. But uh, Felix came out that day and just controlled everything. And I'll tell you, something, I've had never had more fun at a ballpark. The following time, the next time uh, Felix was up in the rotation, because it was like a college football game atmosphere, and it was yeah. amazing. That's awesome. And hey, hey, Chris, Chris says the show's very therapeutic in times like this. That means a lot, bud. Thank you very much. Oh, and hey, real quick, Casey Kreider, right now, tweet the newest New York, one of the new New York Giants. Uh, he's a long, he's a Pro Bowl long snapper, was a Denver Bronco, just signed up with the Giants, and we're hoping that he gets a season this year. And gets out there and gets to play. We're very excited, Casey. Congratulations on the new deal. Awesome. I hope you and your family are well. Uh, great collector. Uh, and it was weird. We had a whole on um, about the cards. We had a whole bunch of guys from Iowa on, uh, like in a row. So I don't know what's going on with Iowa and collectors. Collecting is huge in Iowa, I guess. That and corn. I don't know. Mm. So uh, outstanding, guys. Remember, we're live every Saturday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Periscope, and Facebook. Make sure to subscribe and review our show on all platforms. We really appreciate it. You can follow us at Hobby Hotline on Twitter. You can follow Eric at Fat Packs, Fat Pack Podcast on Twitter. John Newman at Sports Card 81 on Twitter. I'm at Big Shep 79. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll see you next week. And we'll have another round of great hosts and great topics and uh, also calls from you. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys. Hey, Jake Roy here from 93 Wall Cards, and you're listening to the Fat Packs. All right, guys, I want to give a quick shout out again and thank you to Tim and John for having me on uh, this this past week on the Hobby Hotline, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Again, if you're not listening, it's every Saturday, 10 Central, 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific. Uh, go check it out on, on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on uh, Facebook. They, they stream it on many different platforms, and they do a great job of it. It's a it's a rotating host show, and you'll hear some of the uh, some of the most collective some most collective some of the most uh you know intelligent minds in the hobby going and that's uh it's a fun little fun little show to do and i hope that you guys enjoy it every saturday and again thanks to those guys for having me on uh want to thank my sponsors here again um dynasty breaks filth bomb breaks vintage breaks and pastime marketplace thank you for being a part of this show uh i know that times are crazy and you're still uh, you're still hanging on with us here and i appreciate that i apologize for not getting a show out uh, last week, just couldn't do it. And now I have my equipment, so we won't have that problem again. So, uh, just wanted to give a few quick closing thoughts. Um, man, everything's changed, right? Like it's, it's all different now. And like, I'm looking at the release calendar for what's supposed to be out this week, uh, this week. I don't know what's going to make it Uh Panini flawless football. I believe it's been pushed back tops, 2020 tribute baseball, uh, 2020 Super Break Baseball Deluxe Edition, 2020 Super Break uh, Basketball, 
and 2020 Onyx Vintage Collection baseball trading cards. I mean, all that is supposed to be out this week. Uh, with the exceptional flawless, I do believe that got pushed back. But all that's supposed to be out. I don't know what is actually going to make it out. Um, but let's, let's uh, <laughs> hope something does. 2020 Tops Mandalorian Journey, Journey of the Child Blaster. Uh, probably to the Child Blaster. Or Journey. Uh, probably Journey of the Child. Uh, Super Break. Top Sticker Collection. You know, all this is a top tribute. It's all supposed to be out. I don't know what's going to make it, though. So, as you know, the the um, production here at Cardamundi here in Dallas has, has stopped. And that's due to a, you know, a shelter-in-place order uh, from the governor, I believe. So, uh, it's it's all crazy right now. So, I guess what I want to say is just, you know, like what I, I would echo my comments at the end of what I said on the Hobby Hotline. Just be smart, you know. Uh, I know that this is a this is an outlet to release stress from what your you know your your normal everyday life sometimes that that causes stress. So just be smart about what you're picking up. Don't go breaking the bank right now in these times because who knows what position that we're going to be in you know in a month from now or two months from now. So be smart about what you're doing out there. But enjoy the hobby if you can. I mean, there's always outlets you know you can pick up singles on. Uh, obviously, the Beckett Marketplace is you know one of them. And, you know, our dealers are still working there. Uh, eBay is another one. Uh, you know, Sports Lots is, is another one. You can go check out all of those and pick up singles if you're just itching. And it's, again, just be smart. Don't overspend. Don't do anything that you wouldn't normally do. Maybe cut back <laughs> a little bit as well. With that being said, we love what you're doing uh, out there in the hobby. You, you you guys are taking care of it for the most part, and I and I like that. And you're you're being responsible. So I don't know how much I needed to say that. I just wanted to say that because uh, I just I would hate to see this. It's this is going to change, right? This this thing we call the hobby, and it's going to change in a in a way that you know I don't know that we all realize right now. So things are going to be different going forward. So right now, just enjoy what you can without, you know, being frivolous. <sighs> there you go. I guess that's the best of what I wanted to say. Shout out again to the hobby community on Twitter. You guys are just killing it. David Peck with his freaking awesome wrestling card collection. <laughs> every time that guy posts something, every time David posts something, it makes me just like, I just shut down Twitter. I, I don't, I don't, because you guys respond so much to it and react to it. He does such a good job. I think he has a great PSA uh, registry, and it's the eighty-one, eighty-two wrestling all stars or eighty-two, eighty-three. Don't, don't quote me on that. It, it, but it's beautiful, and David has done a good job of, uh, of putting, collating, and put that thing together, and then uh, getting it out there for you guys to see. It's, it's wonderful. Mike Summer is doing a great, great thing uh, with his cards as well. Help, you know, sharing a little bit with you. I saw him do a TikTok video. A little, I don't. Well, <laughs> Mike, Mike's dance. It was funny. Let's just say that. Uh, and then, speaking of, speaking of that, I man, I had a lot of fun yesterday doing that Shock G Humpty Hump video that I did, and then Sweaty took it into the Sweaty remix, which awesome. Thank you very much for doing that. But that was a that was an idea that somebody on Twitter had for the hobby, just to do a little quick, quick little. Um, homage to hip-hop uh old school hip-hop if you will so um je splitter 
uh, at the real Spiza S P Z A. He um, he put out a challenge, I guess, to to for everyone to do a little old school, like 20, 30 second clip of old school hip hop. And I I took that, did a whole minute of Humpty Hump, the Humpty Dance, and I had fun doing that. So I hope you guys uh, checked it out. If you did. Go go over there. Give uh, Je Splitter a, a follow at the real SPZA Spizza, I believe it's Spizza, and uh, throw down your old your your, your hip hop thing, uh, and help them help him have a, a good time, and enjoy the hobby with a little bit of old school hip hop. Let's see what you got. I I put on I donned I donned a hat and a rubber nose and or a putty nose, and. You know, sweaty. If you sweaty likes it, he'll take it and remix it for you. He will indeed. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the Hobby Hotline. Stay safe. <sighs> Keep collecting. Just have fun out there the best way you can. Shout out to everyone who's having a birthday this week. I know that your time, you know, at times like this, you'll you're usually with with family and friends, and we can't do that right now. So shout out to everybody having a birth birthday this week. Please uh, enjoy it the best you can. If you want to, if you, I'm, I'm dead serious when I say this too. If you want, if anybody out there just wants to hop on, you know, and, and chat or whatever, because you're feeling lonely, please reach out to me. Uh, you can reach me at uh, Eric N at Beckett.com. I'll, I'll respond there. You can, you know, send me a, a direct message on uh, the, on at fat packs on Instagram and, or I'm sorry, at fat packs podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We can we chop it up there. If you want to go live and we can chop it up there, whatever you want to do guys, don't be lonely. Don't, don't get secluded and, and, and get lost in that. I know how, I'll know how bad that sucks. So don't do that, please. Uh, again, just stay safe uh, and keep collecting and, and enjoy yourselves out there. Okay. As much as you can, uh, responsibly as you can. That's going to do it for the show this week. One more time, thank you to Dynasty Breaks. Thank you to Filth Prom Breaks, Vintage Breaks, and Pastime Marketplace for being a part of the show. I really appreciate it. And I hope to see you guys all soon. Uh, I hope everything, we can get back to whatever normal is soon. And I'll be back later. Uh, later this week, probably with a, with a new show for you guys. So uh, thanks again. Until next week, or until next time, just keep listening. Cue the trick.